And that is uh, Victor Ntoni Tawatulanji. Uh, the country is under siege uh, from crime. And uh, we're reflecting on that this afternoon. Thank you for joining us. And uh, you can connect with us at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And that's both on Twitter and Facebook or WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And uh, SMS is uh, 40938, charged at 150. Welcoming your calls on 891 104-207. Last month, um, South African Police Service uh, with Stats SA uh, published the country's uh, crime statistics for 2018, showing which types of uh, uh, criminal activities uh, had increased or decreased uh, in the past year. And yesterday, the MEC uh, of uh, um, uh, Community Safety in Gauteng, uh, MEC Sizagele Malubani Ngosi, Ngosi Malubani, right? Uh, interacted with the stakeholders within the law enforcement fraternity uh, on crime statistics and uh, uh, interesting conversations were had in looking at how we can um, just all of us uh, come together and minimize the rate of uh, crime in in Gauteng. The murder rate has increased by 3.2 percent particularly in the eight underperforming police stations in Gauteng and she'll tell us more about that. She's joining us right now on the line. Good afternoon and welcome, MEC. Uh, thank you very much, Christina. What an interactive uh, session last night. You did not hold back um, in, in hitting hard, in highlighting some of the challenges, uh, but also uh, just recognizing where uh, police officers had done well. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right. Um, I'm just reflecting on uh, your engagement with stakeholders last night. Um, that you you were, you did not hold buzz when you were talking about what needs to happen, um, but also recognizing uh, the good work that uh, uh, men and women in uniform uh, continue to do. Yeah. Uh, yes, Kusal. Uh, I think it is actually important for us in order to. Uh, come up with solutions to the problems that we have currently of crime is to first acknowledge uh, the, the, the the challenges that we are faced with. We need to admit that yes, there are problems that need to be need to be fixed, and some of those problems is actually uh, uh, incompetence among some of the police, but also the issue of visible policing in 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 our streets. And I think it is also. I mean, see, it seems like we're experiencing a challenge with that line. I'm not sure whether you should hold it a little bit back from the mouth, from your mouth, or perhaps just try and hold it differently, because we we're experiencing a bit of a challenge there. And I just wanted you to reflect on what happened yesterday, and and then invite amongst the people who were contributing to the conversation were a community activist, Yusuf Abramji. Uh, good afternoon and welcome, Yusuf. Good afternoon to you, Kriselda, and thank you. Good afternoon, MBC. What a progressive conversation yesterday. Well, let me uh, recap on some of the core issues that was raised by the MEC. Mm-hmm. I think, first of all, I think it needs to be said that the crime statistics that we've seen, not only provincially, but also nationally, is something that we need to be all concerned about with an average of 57 people are being murdered in South Africa every day, 
where hundreds of women get raped every week, where mm. about 16,000 vehicles get hijacked every year, we have a national crisis. We have a national crisis, a national crime emergency. And I think the Minister of Police was correct when he released the steps a few months ago when he said that we are on the brink of a full-scale war. And I think the issue raised yesterday by the MEC is that we need a clear plan of action. The murder rate, for example, in Gauteng is far too high. And we mark 15 days of activism for no violence against women and children. Look at the high levels of violence where our women and children get affected. I did a snap uh, poll on my Twitter account the other day, which is still running, when I said, do you get joy or do you get um, satisfaction from authorities when you report uh, gender-based violence? And 80% plus said they don't, which means that we have a serious police uh, problem with the police service. Yeah. Last night, uh, Christelda, the MEC made a very valid point. Uh, which I also repeated, where she said that when she drove to the venue uh, on the East Rand, she did not see a single police vehicle for the many kilometers that she traveled, and nor did I. Mm-hmm. Police visibility is a problem. We need to hold the police to account, uh, and we need a sense of law and order. People of South Africa are living in fear. We have to watch our back, and the question is, for how long are we going to do it? So the point is, we can point fingers at the police, we can point fingers at Oh, we can but just we, work we, together. And I'm glad or that... We can, exactly. And, or we must just work together and, and find solutions. And I, mean, um, I, I want to say to the MEC, last night, MEC, you challenged me to say, and I totally agree with you, to say that life for murderers and rapists, 25 years, is not a deterrent. We know for a matter of fact that people get released after... 15 plus years. And besides, and it's costly MEC to keep people in prison. Um, you, mm. We have to um, also invite MEC to be part of the conversation, uh, yes. Yusuf. Let, let's just try that line once again, MEC. Yeah, uh, yeah, much uh, better. It's much better. Let's pay the bills. When we return, let's look at uh, you know some of the immediate uh, interventions that uh, we can actually begin to implement uh, as we work together to reduce uh, crime stats. Lifetime Live with Griselda Tutumashe. Once again, a very good afternoon and thank you so much uh, for not touching that dial. This is Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dudumaje, and uh, we're looking at uh, crime stats. And yesterday, uh, MEC of Community Safety in Gauteng uh, interacted with stakeholders within the law enforcement fraternity uh, on crime statistics and uh, just uh, emphasizing on working together. And these um, included community activists, uh, community police forum, and uh, uh, some of the provincial uh, secretariat uh, chief directors and civilian uh, oversight. And uh, MEC, as we try again this line, uh, let, let's talk about I mean, some of the immediate uh, actions that uh, all of us can just contribute towards in ensuring that uh, we, crime, we make crime every household's problem. Yes, because um, some of the things that we need to do is to make sure that all of us as uh, the community get active in, in community structures. There's nothing wrong with professionals being part and parcel of the CPF where strategies are being developed on how to make sure that our environment is uh, is safe. And most of the time people think that being in the community structures is meant for those that are actually miseducated. And I think it is important that we actually start inviting and attracting professionals into those um, into those structures. But I also think that uh, the regular assessment of crime trends 
is very important at the station level in order for our people to be able to develop or come up with strategies on how to prevent crime from happening. For example, there are areas where it is known. I'm from Alex. Alex, there are certain areas in Alex next to the women of the the high rate of, 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 of rape as well as a high rate of, 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 of cell phone snatching is actually happening on a day. It's, it's happening there. But we don't have a way of talking to the ladies that are directly affected on how to avoid being a victim of that particular crime. For example, making sure that when you leave early in the morning to your workplace, you need to do so in a group or inviting the taxi uh, association to pick up those ladies at the gate between 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock in the morning. That can actually prevent them being victims of of, of, of rape as well as, as, as cell phone uh, snatching. These are some of the things that you can develop, but I'm not saying it will immediately stop uh, uh, crime, but mm. it will minimize incidents of crime against our community members. Yusuf, one of the um, issues that we raised is how do we empower communities to also take uh, partly some responsibility because uh, crime exists because community members are the ones uh, who, who are demanding stolen goods. Yusuf? Yeah, no, so apologies. Yes, I, I, I think that's a very valid point. Let's not forget that criminals live within our community. That's it. Your, your, your neighbor, your neighbor, your family member, your people working with you, your colleagues may well be involved in crime. And yet we complain about crime and yet we buy stolen goods, we buy hijacked goods. Mm. That must come to an end. The time has now come, Criselda, and I think the MEC will agree with me, where we need a sense of law and order. Let me take, for example, the... The issue of take back the tax. This campaign, I'm, I'm the spokesperson for, where we're trying to clamp down on the illicit trade. Yesterday, figures were released showing that 8 billion rand is being lost to our economy mm. because of illegal cigarettes, right? Last night, I get a lawyer's letter threatening to sue us, uh, threatening to sue me for defamation, and I'm welcoming the, the, the lawsuit because I want to take them before a court of law because we cannot be intimidated and we cannot be silent. SARS mm. must clamp down. The police must clamp down. You go around the corner and you see how openly you can buy illegal cigarettes for anything between 5 rand and 10 rand, and yet the minimum excise duty payable is 17 rand 85. So the money that is being lost can be used to buy police vans. Last night the MEC spoke about a lack of resources. Um, I, I've often said the policemen are hopelessly underpaid. Our cops need to be paid more because the majority of them are hardworking and those rotten and the crooked ones need to be rooted out and we need to hold the police to account. But we as community members must take uh, account, Kriselda. And I'm sure, MEC, um, those are your sentiments as well, um, that we need to root out uh, corrupt officials. But I want to also indicate to you the perception that majority of our policemen are corrupt is actually a wrong perception. Mm. We've got over 30,000 police officers in the province in the last year, in the last financial year, we actually disciplined and fired about a thousand of them. And it's less than 10% of the officers that have actually been dealt with, have been processed through our internal disciplinary process, and we actually fired, fired those. Yes, I agree. We really need to get rid of all the police officers that are actually destroying or spoiling the name of good, um, good officers. I also agree with you that what you discussed yesterday is that a TV, a plasma TV that is stolen in my house,
get into somebody's house. Mm. So as long as we still buy stolen goods, there will be a market for people to actually go and steal and sell those things to, to, to individuals. And I think if we can stop doing that, it will actually uh, minimize um, uh, crime in our, in, in our communities. My daughter was laughing about what, I was about to say this thing about illicit uh, cigarettes. It can only happen in South Africa where illicit cigarettes are being sold and people make so much money and be arrogant about it to the extent that they will threaten good citizens that they will take mm. them to court by mentioning that they are involved in an in, in illegal trade. And I think that must actually be dealt with. It's not only illegal cigarettes. There is Adidas. There is, um, there is other uh, products that you get in the inner city of Johannesburg and inner city of other, uh, of other cities that are being sold in our, in, in, in our country, and people buy them, and that has a negative impact on our economy. People lose jobs because where they work, they are actually retrenched because no one ever is no longer actually buying a, 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 a genuine Adidas when there is a, Adidas, a lookalike Adidas mm. in, in Kitty Street in, in Johannesburg. So these are the things that we really need to deal with. And that is crime. People, when we do it, when we arrest those, uh, those guys, the Pakistanis that were throwing stones at our, uh, at our officers, people are saying those Pakistanis are actually involved in a decent and clean uh, uh, business. It's not decent and clean business. It's actually illegal business, and it's a business that have affected a, a number of our people, young people in Gauteng, young people in South Africa, are no yeah. longer working because of such trade. And unfortunately, that also affects some of the artists as well, um, because it's not only about um, illegal uh, goods, um, but it's also piracy. And and unfortunately, we are the ones that are buying these goods. And I'd like us uh, to just uh, talk about the work environment of uh, some of the police officers. We've had uh, earlier on in conversation with with, uh, Kuala, where Bongi Kuala was talking about uh, I mean, some of the uh, mental health challenges uh, that most officers still face. And I guess, uh, I mean, like it came out yesterday that you can't force individuals uh, to seek help. Uh, you can only provide an enabling environment. Your message uh, to officers who are challenged uh, psychologically but not seeking help. Let's take the news break. Uh, news headlines with Utsilis. SAFM, leading the conversation. All right, SAFM, leading the conversation, and we thank you for connecting with us at 104 to 107 FM nationwide is where you find us and uh, somewhere in the Republic of South Africa uh, we have KGM joining us on the line. Uh, my guest uh, right now uh, is uh, Yusuf Abramji who is anti-crime activist and chief ambassador of uh, the um, what? <laughs> yeah, Namaluma app. Uh, what you you'll tell me more about this uh, app, uh, Yusuf. And we also joined by MEC Sizagele Malubano, who is MEC of Community Safety in Gauteng. Um, KGM. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Crisalda. Good afternoon to your guests and to the listeners. Good afternoon. We're not even going to talk about where you are this afternoon. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. It's just okay. Yeah, I'm no, it's South okay. Africa. That's, That's just it. Exactly. Look, Chris Elder, I think we, we, if we were to talk about 
how we, we know crime and what we are experiencing on a daily basis. In general, South Africans, we are quite clued up in that part. My mm. interest is, what are we doing to get rid of crime? Whether it comes in a form of physical crime or psychological crime, uh, it, to me it makes no difference. MEC, here's a challenge. You can build as many police stations and prisons that all you want as government. You're going to end up blocking the entire unemployed South African uh, com- uh, or nation in jails. If we are not going to go to get to the bottom of this, and the bottom is you can't prison with an empty stomach. This is what I've done. I've done a small project, a small crime prevention. You know what I've done? If you look at what people are released from jail, the, the, the ex-offenders, you are only caring for them once they, whilst they're still in prison. The minute they get out of prison, they are on, the, on, the, on their own. And these are the people, some of which have spent their youth and their adulthood some in jail. They don't know any other life other than jail. Now, I've taken 10 of them, given them employment, created a company for them. They are working. I'm hearing stories, MEC, that me and you, we will not survive in jail. Now, in order for us to deter this crime, mm. is to create employment for these people so that they don't think through their empty stomachs, which will make them to re-offend again. Last one, Chris Elder. Got, yeah. Our, our government needs to listen to us and not just listen and talk politically, but also listen and hear, take advices from us. Mm. It makes no, no, no sense that they will come on, on media, ask for us to call in like I did. But they take these uh, uh, suggestions and throw them in the dustbin and go back to their comfortable offices. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for that contribution. We'll do something to cry. Absolutely. Thank you. And it's more costly for us not to create employment. It's costly for us to keep them in prison as well. Uh, Thank you very much for that contribution, KGM. Uh, Perhaps if you can just uh, tell us quickly about uh, the Namola um, app, or is it Namola or Namola uh, app, uh, Yusuf? Well, the Namola Dial Direct Safety app um, is a free app available on both Android and the app stores. We have about 250,000 downloads. In case of an emergency, you press one button. We guarantee you a call back within a few seconds. It works on GPS location, and the nearest authorities are then alerted. Uh, the Gauteng uh, Community Safety Department, uh, we work very closely with them. They respond. And I must say, um, if you look at uh, their Twitter account of Gauteng Community Safety led by the MEC, you see the many breakthroughs they've had over the many uh, months, over the past few months, where they're responding to hijacking, they're responding and they're helping people. And I think it's very important to remember that the fight against crime is not only the responsibility of the South African National Police Service, as we call it, or the provincial police. We all have to join hands. The Metro Police, where the MEC uh, has oversight powers as well, they also have a leading role to play. And I'm happy the city of Joburg is slowly upping their game. Uh, Shwane seems to be so fast asleep, uh, and I know some of the other municipalities that have their problems. <laughs> and we all we have to really work together. So I appeal to listeners: uh, download the Namola Dal Direct Safety app free of charge, uh, test it, and you will get an instant callback. And when you're in an emergency, you can get help fast. The point I'm making is. Let's use technology to make South Africa safe. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate that, uh, Yusuf Abramji. And uh, you are found on Twitter, uh, correct? 
all social media platforms. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Now, MEC, how do we then also create an enabling environment, a healthy working environment uh, for officers? It's all good and well to point fingers and, and, um, you know, jail them when they um, lose sight of uh, why they actually are employed in the uh, police or in the security cluster. But it's also another to create an enabling environment for them to seek better. Um, I think you should repeat that question. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the environment at which uh, police officers are working under. Um, uh, How do we create an an environment where there are uh, debriefing sessions, uh, where we encourage people to use the facilities uh, within uh, um, uh, wellness programs? Okay. In each and every station, there is EAP, but Mm. also there is available resources in terms of of them getting debriefing, and uh, officers are encouraged to use them. But you know, the thing of tigers don't cry. Yeah. You know, yeah. a number of people, and I'm sure we spoke about it yesterday, that a number of our officers, particularly male officers, refuse to use those facilities because they are tigers. You know, they'll be seen as weak if they use such facilities. The incident that happened in Guadalupe Natal is such a good uh, example where this guy, his wife, and you know, if you look at the history of what was happening, and I don't want to get into into that, but the history of abuse in that relationship that led to the situation of them wanting to divorce each other mm. and the man not accepting the rejection. And the brother accompanied his sister to court with the intention or with the hope that when the perpetrator sees him with the with the sister, he will be restrained. And unfortunately, he ended up killing um, killing all three of them, mm. uh, both the sister and the brother as well as himself. And that shows the anger amongst our officers and the things that they see on a daily basis. I'll tell you about myself. I see these things on a daily basis. I receive messages, five messages today about incidents of rape or sexual assault from different people and it happens in different um, uh, in different ways. For example, there's a lady who works at the airport who couldn't have money to go home a uh, day before yesterday and she decided to hide herself at the at the airport and sleep there because she, she you know she had to sleep in those benches at the airport and in order for her to then go at work the following the following day she's not from Gauteng she's from the Eastern Cape she came here two months ago to get job unfortunately what happened two guys from Morocco who just uh, got off their their plane they came into South Africa illegally they near, nearly generated Oh, they took goodness. her into a, a, a public toilet and uh, try and undress her. And fortunately, the security and the police did see this thing and went and broke down the door and saved her from being from being raped. She's traumatized. You know, she can't actually deal with that particular trauma. Mm. I'm just making those as examples of the kind of situation that we find ourselves as communities. Yeah. And you get such a story and you are a policeman, you witness. Something like uh, some, something like this, you get angry when a little thing happens at home. Your daughter comes that late, you mm. immediately think of helping great. You, you understand what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So they must actually accept at some point that tigers do cry and they must accept.
some of the help that is available at the workplace. It just makes them human. And, and I mean, this came out, uh, we had a conversation not so long with Pop Crew, and uh, they were talking about the, uh, the unfortunate reality within uh, the security cluster is that if you reach out for wellness um, uh, programs, you are seen as weak. And when it comes time for um, uh, for you to, to get, uh, um, what do they call it, uh, to be considered uh, for better positions, you're seen as weak and not ready. Yes, that's why people don't like to go for for they don't want to go into this EAP program because that thing as a you know because it's registered every time you go for counselling etc etc it it's noted and some of your seniors use it against you you know and people then decide not to go to mm. these services because they don't want those, that information to be used against them in the future. But I, I know for a fact that the wellness program is not internal. Um, is there a way that that information can be kept away from the employer? Uh, that only, because currently only human resources is supposed to be a, a having access to the info. How does it then get to line managers? Now the information about what happens between you and a person who's offering counseling services, it's kept private. But mm-hmm. the, 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 you need to still to, you, you still have to ask for for permission to go to that to those to those sessions, mm. and that information is kept in your in in, 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 your, your, in your record. It's better when you use your medical aid and then just say I'm sick, and you don't indicate what is the problem with you. And in that way, at least that information never goes to your senior. Well, let me see. I, I guess, um, I mean, this provides an opportunity for further engagement internally, um, that this is not overlooked uh, because we cannot have situations where people who are handling ammunition are not mentally stable. Okay. Yes, we will actually engage, and I think it's maybe we need to, instead of just having a radio uh, interview, Chriselda, we go station by station. We That's it. Two stations. You know? absolutely. And I think we can cover half of those in a year. No, and absolutely. Engage those people. Even if it's a public broadcast, it's okay. Let us actually engage with our guys and make sure that we, 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 we change the attitudes, but we yep. also assist yep. those that provide a protection. Can I actually deal with the issue of unemployment? Uh, I, I partly agree with the gentleman that spoke about uh, KGM. unemployment, particularly youth unemployment, but you can't justify MEC, unfortunately, the line is saying that's it. That's where we end our conversation. Uh, what a pity. But thank you so much for taking our call. And uh, hopefully we continue uh, engaging. And I'm, I'm just going to uh, let uh, Lesejo just thank you for on our behalf. Unfortunately, that line is really not playing game. Yesterday, MEC, Cesagele uh, Malubane, interacted with the stakeholders within the law enforcement fraternity on crime statistics. Uh, the murder rate has increased by 3.2%, particularly in eight underperforming police stations in Gauteng. The province recorded 132 more murders uh, between 2017 and 2018. And this was in a plight uh, to just try and find ways, uh, creative ways, innovative ways uh, to deal with crime in, in our country. All right.